Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome back for another shameless after show here at AfterBuzz TV. Today, Courtney Cox plays Jen Wagner, but the two main storylines are Fiona's and Ian's. Stay tuned as we talk about them. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of stuff happened today, both funny but also very dramatic, Ooh, especially yeah. in the last 10 minutes. Before we dive into any of that, allow me to introduce JJ Jurgens. Hi, guys! Julia B. Bear. Hey, hey, hey! And Haley Clover. Hello, everybody. And I'm Phil Svitek. Uh, we've got lots to discuss. We've got amazing stuff, and especially, uh, I don't want to say it quite yet, but we will be talking heavily about Ian, uh, because there's a spoiler alert that we will kind of tie into everything in terms of the storyline tonight. But we've also got some great news and gossip and things of that nature. So lots to look forward to. Uh, before we get into any of that, though, what did you guys think of the episode? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more. I think my uh, views on last week's episode were kind of eh, lackluster or whatever, but I actually felt like I got some good uh, shameless dramatic moments today that I, that I wanted. I'm happy. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was a very strong episode. Certain storylines I felt were a little weaker than others, uh, and I can't wait to discuss some more. Really liked it. I was happy that we got some things we've been wanting to see, and I just, uh, again, I thought it had the good ups and downs, shameless and family and drama, all of it tonight. Fair enough. I like the storylines that I enjoyed, and then the storylines that eh, I, I could have done without, right? And so I'm kind of always half and half with it. Um, in particular, I, I am glad that certain storylines, like, like for example, Debs, right? All we really need to say about Debs is she's a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> you know, although I guess you guys are welcome to comment on the Courtney Cox kiss. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> she played a lesbian one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked her cameo. I know we'll talk about that, too, in a bit. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed her. Too. Fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I guess she's not with her girl at the moment. Or we'll see. I'm glad that they didn't dive too much into it. I think we had a lot of yeah. other stuff going on. As much as I love Kevin V, I felt this uh, father-dildo storyline we could have perhaps done without. <laughs> But what did you guys think? I mean, it is Bob Saget. I was going to say, I really did enjoy his cameo, though. Like, his monologuing about his time in the war and Ming Hang and all those, <laughs> you know, that was really, really funny. So I enjoyed that. But yeah, the storyline for me was just kind of, they needed something, and so that was just thrown in there. It's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, that as well. <laughs> I think I enjoyed more so just seeing the different reactions, how V would just didn't want to know anymore, and Kev was so intrigued, and he was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he knew most of these things that he was naming, Bob Saget, I had no idea what they were. They sounded really just, in terms of the sexual yes. spectrum, really out there, and Kev was right there with him, and I really love that. I wrote a few down so I can go look them up on Urban Dictionary after this, because they're hilarious, because... I've heard of a Jordy Sanchez. I know what that mm-hmm. is. So I imagine that the other ones are also something that are on Urban Dictionary. But the Alabama Hot Pocket, the Gorilla mm-hmm. Mask. Yeah, those are two I had not heard of either that I yeah wrote down. If you guys Let know, us know, feel free to comment. <laughs> so How those, do you know any of either of them? I don't. I yeah, don't. right. I mean, I don't. Yeah, and I even if like I did, I, I would not necessarily say it on air. But seeing, <laughs> the, seeing Bob Saget in this role obviously was great. One of the things that you guys, I forget, but I think collectively were mentioning how the fact that they still think it's just one daughter at, at the school. Yeah. As opposed to them being twins. Like the fact that 
they yeah, find they haven't a figured out the Amy situation yet. Which means that they're, those little daughters are super good because they were told to be in separate rooms. They have a <laughs> mm-hmm. technique down because you would think after a couple of you know uh, days that the two sisters are like, screw this, we want to spend time together. They're so young, but no, they're all right. They're like, let's go play, and then all of a sudden someone's like, you guys look identical. <laughs> yeah, there's two. You're clone. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right, this just in. Oh, right. she looked okay. mo- yes, This is why I love you, Jake. A gorilla mask sexual act in which a man shaves off his pubic hair and stores them in his pocket. But it goes beyond that in the next Urban Dictionary. It actually is a sexual act involving a handful of shaved pubic hair thrown in the face of an unsuspecting female who just received a facial. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right. one to grow on. That's a gorilla mask? That's a gorilla mask. Wow, that's funny. Well, let's just search the other one at home. Thank you for that. I love you. All right. I wonder if someone says, like, hey, we should put in this, or, like, I wonder what sexual things we could put into the script. Yeah, them writing that, that would have been fun to be around the table. And they're like, oh, okay, Dirty Sanchez, everyone knows that one. You guys heard of an Alabama hot pocket? And they're like, no, what is that? And then some guy's like, well, it's when you do this. And then everyone's like, oh, God, that's gross. Yeah, that would be good. Or I wonder if it was just Bob Saget just I was going to say that, too, yeah. It could have been. It's very true. He does have a super, super dirty stand-up, so that's like... Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. had put some of his own flair to that. <laughs> oh. I would love to see more of him. I think he's a, yeah. another, another, I mean, I don't know that we will, but I just think it was that was a great addition. Like, they're doing very good with the guest star casting. This yeah, great they really are. We had three in this episode. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, someone else that cameoed, Courtney Cox mm-hmm. as Jen Wagner, who, the line is very blurred, because she's Jen Wagner has done 17 movies and four TV shows, which maybe seems similar to Courtney Cox's numbers. And she got, like, Golden Globe nominations and this and that, so, eh, you know. Hmm, but people know her from a commercial. Yeah, face it, you're gorgeous. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I could see why that would drive you to drink. That nobody <laughs> knows your actual accolades and all of the good stuff that you've done that you've been nominated for commercial, or for... Golden Globes because all they know is that popular commercial. That might make me drink. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. What, what did you guys think of this storyline? This She was fun. I liked it. I liked that it um I liked the interaction with her and Lip. I thought they were good personalities together. So um it was fun watching them chase her around town and just I loved that she loved going to the Gallagher's and that's when she finally felt comfortable and seeing her sit in like with them. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun, too. I think it just seeing her in that element, maybe, you know, th- this industry probably sometimes takes a toll on a lot of people, as we see in the news and things of that nature. And I think just being really with people who didn't fully care that she mm-hmm. had all this uh, accolades, they actually kind of made fun of her right. in a way for it, and they really teased her. And I think they really treated her as a like, real person, and that's maybe what she was lacking, and that's why she felt so comfortable. Yeah. As far as Lip goes, is this a good job for him or not? Because on the one hand, it seems very stressful, but as he says to her, like, I need this to keep my sobriety. Right. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's great because as we've learned throughout the episodes, again, like as you just said, he needs to do this to keep his sobriety. So might as well get money for it, you know? And it seemed like he was making a lot of money to do it. Mm-hmm. I was so. nervous for a bit, though. Like, I thought, oh, no, is he going to give in and have the, you know, the playing Dr. Pepper with her? Yeah. So I was... 
I thought it might be too temp- tempting to be around right. it all the time and have to know, but I, I liked that it felt like he was strong. He's like, no, and because he, it is making him feel good that he can keep these other people. It's like his mission now. Right. So well, and I like you said, good. he thinks like a drunk, so it was great seeing him, you know, notice that she told the bartender to actually put the double in the Virgin yeah. Bloody Mary, and then he just smacks it <laughs> off the table. Or I actually loved seeing him just tackle her to the ground. Yeah. I thought that was great, too. I appreciate, like, he... If you really look at it, he was tested pretty heavily. I mean, for Lib to be tested with boobs, right? <laughs> yep. Number one, and but you know that moment okay. where she where she gets the two drinks and she like that could have been a make or break moment, and luckily it was a make instead of a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, you guys all predicted that they sleep together. So far, it <laughs> hasn't happened. Yeah, I'm, I kind of don't want them to. I really yeah. enjoyed this friendship. And when he was on top of her, I had this minute of like, oh, no, don't make this sexual right away. And it, I really like the playfulness between the two. And this mentorship, although she's older than him, he's such a great mentor to her. And I feel like I would love to see her come back and see how they can learn from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, someone who is sexual, Frank. Yes. Frank Always. has found his muse. Now, even he's a little out of practice because we, when he picks up Ingrid, it's, you know... He, he he's not used to the system. He used to pick up Monica, but he's forgotten that sometimes when they come from this place, that I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Is when they came in. Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't have thoughts on this. I think it's just like a storyline that's happening. Yeah. But uh, did you enjoy this? Uh, I really enjoyed how he already you know. Friend, Frank has friends in all types of places, and this mental <laughs> facility being one of them, and I really enjoyed that little button. I thought that was so funny. And then more top, I think that they give us even more into his crazy, narcissistic world, because he was saying that he was good at crazy, take, uh, being a caretaker make, makes him feel good, and he loves to you know feel needed, and he, there's a thrill of just doing all this. Meanwhile... You you have so many kids that you didn't take care of ever. So and you're telling your child that you never take care of that you love being a caretaker and it brings you so much joy. So that crazy duality again, mm-hmm. another intake into his crazy brain. What a Frank, what <laughs> yeah. father of the year. Take the take bus sixteen, you'll be all right. Right, he's <laughs> Liam. Poor Liam. Oh man, yeah, he just keeps getting left everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do have to say, what Liam, I just. I appreciate it because it seems that he's smart enough to be a little bit removed from everything. And at this point, maybe he does it to a certain extent take it personally, but not too much so. Uh, he he kind of brushes. He's just more so pissed. Uh, even when the guard was telling him that his mother, uh, Monica, she's always had great uh, stars in her eyes when she came out. And he was like, I don't think that was because of me. I just love <laughs> how removed he is from it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they've kept Frank and Liam's storylines very connected, and for Liam's sake, if Frank could just go off and be with Ingrid, and, you know, the more time he spends with her and outside of the Gallagher household, the better it is for Liam, ultimately. Oh, for sure. Yeah, true. So that's, that's my wish. No joke, yeah. the entire time you were just talking about this whole scene, I was daydreaming about the last scene, and I am dead serious. I was just <laughs> replaying it over in my head again. That's how much what I What does that even it. mean? You were talking in the last scene of this sh- of this show today. Oh. I've been replaying it in my head because I enjoyed it that much. I just mm-hmm. noticed I was like, oh, crap, i got to get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. No worries. I just can't wait to talk about it. Well, we're, we're, we're slowly getting <laughs> I know, there. I know, I know, I know. Uh, okay, so in that, in that respect, uh, before we move on to Carl, I want to give you guys an exciting announcement. <gasps> we, we try to make things as easy as 
on you as fans as possible. And therefore, we try to be on as many platforms as we can. That way you can listen via your favorite one. And I know a lot of you guys like to listen to Spotify. Mm -hmm. So now we are on the Spotify app. Not just us as the shameless after show here on AfterBuzz TV, but as all after Buzz TV after shows <laughs> on After Buzz TV. That's really exciting. Yeah, it is. I love Spotify. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's just an added incentive for all of your lame friends <laughs> that have been like, oh, I listen to After Buzz, but then not on Spotify, then not on my friend. It's exactly now- what my son- friends tell me. <laughs> yes. They all have lists. Now you, can, now you can nudge and be like, now they're on Spotify. So not only do you help yourself, but you help us by telling and spreading the word. Spotify. <laughs> That's right. Unlike Frank's sexual diseases, spreading the word of AfterBuzz is a good thing. Yay. STDs. STDs. Sorry. <laughs> Perfect. I was trying to figure out what, what what like an acronym could that be that's not sexually transitioned. Totally. Doing right? I don't know. All right. We're going to move on then until you guys can figure out a better acronym for us. All right. Carl. Not a lot to talk about there, but uh, a, a developing relationship with Kelly, for sure. <laughs> as long as Kelly gets him into West Point still, I'll be happy. I just want him to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, like, unlike Cassie, like, he's learning stuff. Kamaga. Yeah, I do appreciate that. She's, she has that mentorship. She, instead of, you know, Cassidy just wanted to spend time with him and just look at him and at least they're Get doing pregnant. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those crazy things. Yeah, I agree. I thought this was going to be another bad one. So at least that she was helping him out and pushing it was his good. Yeah, it was a cute little scene. Her teaching uh, Ian how to protect himself for prison and how to create a shank and, you know, all those kind of things. It was, it was fun. Here's one, one of the things I was reminded of that Carl had spent time not in jail necessarily, but you know he he mm-hmm. done some time, and so one of the things I was I was curious. I, I was surprised they didn't make that a stronger connection of him and and Ian really bonding. Hmm. Obviously, just through the actions, it was all fun and playful of him learning to basically like create his own right tools, or even um, yeah, I guess even some type of comment from Carl because Carl kicked detention, you know, like juvenile detention's ass. Yeah. And he was the boss in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it would have been maybe fun to see a little bit of a dude do this type of thing <laughs> or you're going to want to do that. But yeah, I'm still happy with their storyline. Yeah, I feel like the Krav Maga kind of fell into the both categories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is where the show kind of took a turn and we take a turn to the more serious. Uh, we sped through all the others simply because we want to spend a lot of time talking about this. But if for... Obviously, if you guys want to talk more about those storylines, that's what the comment section is for, and we'll give out our handles at the end. So certainly, if any of those storylines were of interest to you, we're not diminishing them, but we want to talk about these last two more specifically. But, again, interact with us. Fiona, let's start there, all right? <laughs> bit off more than she could chew? Just for a sure. bit breaks my heart. In what ways? I, I know that's the emotion, but yeah, specifics. it's like because she's just been so far this season doing so well. You know, we're seeing her making great strides. She's being a smart businessman or woman. Sorry, um, and it just, ah, it just so it just it was just painful. It was painful to see her like again choose to lie to Ford instead of being honest and talk through it. Be like, look, I, I'm in over my head. I'm in this position. Like a real relationship should do. What, what would you recommend? You know, talk it out. She goes back to just lying and then goes back to trying to, like, you know, do, like, the Gallagher way. I mean, I'm glad she didn't take the money from the one guy, though. Like, that, you know, would have been a poor choice. Yeah. So she at least knew that. But, yeah, but then to be, like, 
drunk and getting wasted at the party and then getting in the car. I just, uh, you just knew that was going to end poorly after that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, some some things just in life are out of our control. But again, like drunk driving, especially with her background, Frank yeah. is her father, I just find unexcusable. And I yeah. understand that we all been there where we check or find my find my iPhone and try to uh, find where certain men are. Um, but like, it just... Take a bicycle. Even that, I think, is illegal, actually. I don't know. Uber, just, Uber. Yes, Uber. thank you. There She's, you got go. Uber. <laughs> She's got money a now. Bike, she can afford yeah, it. Yeah, is actually still, you can still get a DUI yeah. on a bike, but that would have been better than a car. You yeah. probably can't kill someone as yeah. easily on a bicycle as you could with your car. Yeah. Or yourself. Well, there's a lot to unpack, right? I mean, you guys are talking about the Ford storyline, so in that respect, there's two sides another, to it. She's yes. lying, and he's lying. Yes. Uh, this is... I don't think it surprised any of us, though. I mean, maybe I'm talking for all of us, but he was shady from the beginning. There were certain things about him. Even how they met with all of his different relationships and all that stuff, it was always a little odd or just not conventional. Um, I I think, yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I'm not mad at her for getting mad at him because I'd be pissed, too. Like, that you just... If that's the case and you're you're actually separated, then just tell me. Yeah. Because she would have had no problem with it if you were like, hey, I'm technically still married, but we're getting a divorce. She still would have been with him. Yeah, yeah. he actively hit, lied. Yeah. He actively uh, lied about the fact that Patty was supposedly his mother. So right. he lied about the cell phones. And I'm sorry, admission is a lie as well. Not telling your girlfriend totally. you're thinking about moving in together, that you have a family, that is a huge lie as well. Right, yeah. and like, don't, like, excuse my language, fuck her over like that by... Getting in an apartment with her, he's just so narcissistic in that way. Um, You know, I will say that he told her to kind of hold off on the investment and kind of calm down and think about it a little bit. Maybe not in the nicest way, but I did think she rushed into that, so I wish she would have spent more time. I think she just felt like she was on a roll and nothing was going wrong, so what could go wrong and... It was this. This pissed me off because I was starting to defend him on some of these shows here where I thought, okay, they're, you know, they're having good conversations, they're growing. I was, I was, I was liking it. I knew he had a shady kind of past or whatever, but she does too. So I thought, okay, they're growing together. Right. And then this tonight, just no more Team Four. Just made me so mad too. Same reasons. Like he, he completely lying and completely j- just manipulative. And what was, I, 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 I want to know from you guys, what was, what was the motivation behind the music? Was because. Yeah, At that when point, she came I, into the apartment. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that too. Because of the words for the song. Yeah, it's basically song. like we're dumped. Yeah, I'm moving on. You're good. You don't want to be with me. I'm a lesson you'll learn, and all this stuff. Which, yeah, I thought, okay, that's it. He left her, but but for it to end the way it did, then I'm like, then that again, that is such a, a mind fuck. It's you know? funny you say that about a lesson because it kind of does feel like he has just been trying to like teach her things this whole yeah. time, or like change her in a way where. You know, her thought process maybe needed to be a little different or whatever, because they never really did have anything in common, (laughs) you know, or, like, certain big things in common. But, yeah, I have no idea, I guess, the meaning behind that music, and we'll probably find out. Mm -hmm. It seems set up because, again, it kind of, as you're saying, it was a breakup song. It was on loop because she opens her iPad and sees it, so he really wanted her to hear, and it was some kind of message. but. Again, I think this was just not a good relationship. I feel like we all agree on it. We There were times where we figured, okay, these people might learn from each other and there's some growth there, which ultimately, no matter what, you learn from relationships, so there sure. was. But it just wasn't meant to last, and this was a very dramatic way to end things. But I, I think, you know, good riddance. 
I think you're assuming it's over. Like, we've seen Gallagher crazy where this doesn't have to be the end. Please let it be over, though. I don't know, though, because I feel like Fiona, when she's done with someone, she's done with someone. I haven't seen her grow back to men. Okay, but... And again, two two wrongs don't make a right, but she she adamantly lied about all these things. As you pointed out, Haley, he tried to prevent her from making certain decisions. And, and like, I'm of the belief that if there's anything you take away that's like positive for, for, for your life lessons, when you start making investments and you start getting some revenue back, okay, slow down. Yeah, we don't have to reinvest it right away, especially yeah. not like all of it yep. like yeah. Fiona did. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know, it's a very gray area. They're both extremely wrong. I don't think Fiona's more or less right than him. Well, no. I, yeah, that, I, that's I, a crazy statement. I agree. Yeah, I, one male on the table. I, know, <laughs> I know, I know. But how, I agree she, she lied out of kind of pride, and arguably so maybe he did as well. But she, she had one lie. He had a lie throughout the whole course of their relationship that is so much worse. Yep. Than yeah, but her, her lies and built she, up. It's not just this lie. It was one lie, and then she felt guilty. She was about to apologize. She admitted from truth, and she was just getting anxious, and then she processed it, and it was about... And one day. And one day, this all happened. Yeah, was there... There's got to be something that's happened to you before where you're like, I just don't want to admit it to this person yet. You're like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to give it a day. I just can't do it. I can't deal with that type of conversation. Then the next day, you finally have it. That's like her situation. He lied through their ongoing relationship. He's a kid. Yeah. Whole relationship. That's... You've got to admit that's worse. Okay, but but she should. <laughs> I don't listen. Why not here like, to judge one way? Like wife, you know? Yes, you are. That's yeah. what we're doing. We judge the show. That's our whole purpose. Okay, well, she's not like that. <laughs> judge whether, the show, <laughs> whether she lied or she did other things, she missed the art gallery. Oh, get over the get, art gallery! Get over the damn art gallery! That doesn't compare to a living having a whole, having a whole separate life with a wife and a kid and a different I know, house, I know, a, different, but a different phone. I mean, how does he have so much time? Phone was Patty yeah. is not his mother. Yeah, she's his baby mother. Patty. Okay, well, huge difference. Well, Fiona wasn't always open about things either. I That's think all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the white man on this table. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get shit on YouTube. All right, <laughs> no, let's talk about Fiona's financial troubles because there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, I think this could be me having a, a brain fart. But what did they um, do with all of the crack money? Because <laughs> she did. They spent. She spent a lot of it, but then they buried some. But then they found it again, right? Mm-hmm. And then, was it divided up between everybody? It was dispersed among other assets and used, you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it There's was There's none used. left anywhere Did the last of it go find. to that crazy guy, that, though, was after them? Remember? Probably. It's it, definitely it, gone. It's just gone. Yeah. That's all I was wondering, as I couldn't remember if it was for sure all gone, because then I was thinking... Here's yeah, a lesson with the Gallaghers, right? And, 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 and in Fiona's case in particular. Her problem is not necessarily making money. Or the Gallagher's, right? As we're seeing with, with with the crack money or whatever. Right. It's it's more so they lose it. Right. Frank has always. I think Frank at this point probably has made like five hundred million dollars. That's just a guess throughout his life. But he's probably lost six hundred million. Right. Yeah. And therein lies the problem with the Gallagher's. And I think you know if there's any certain trait, not that it's a, like a gene that can actually be pulled, you know, passed down, but 
this is the problem that Fiona has. The well, fact it's that just the lifestyle they grew up in, so you do learn from your surroundings. What do you guys think about this Max guy, though, and this investment? Is he just shady beyond? I mean, do you think he's legitimate? Do you think this is completely shady and he's just I don't think it, I don't think it's shady. I think that he's a businessman with lots of cards in his deck, and for her, this was her, she invested everything again. He probably has a lot of different investments, mm-hmm. and this seemed like a, something that would work. It will take longer than he thinks, but he's keeping the ball rolling. Well, you could tell, <clears throat> based on that table at Patsy's, that she was the most inexperienced. Every yeah. other investor at that table was not surprised by the fact that it was going to take longer or cost more money. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's exactly what happens with businesses and developments. And it is. So for her to not realize that that could be an issue, mm-hmm. you know, is a little bit naive. But also, she already put in 50000 more dollars than she had to begin with. So she's already mm-hmm. taken, like, a massive chance. And I think that's kind of probably when she should have realized that this was just too much for her at that time, but... Yeah, and then on top... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. And then on top of it, let's not forget, she... Is start, she kind of messed up that relationship. I don't know how you know what's going to come of it, but the fact that she goes in and she wants out of the deal, he told her he was like, "Well, I thought I'd scratch your back or scratch yeah. mine." So that's already she she can't get out of the de- deal, and already she's messed up that relationship. Yeah, he won't help her again. Yeah. No, that's done. Totally. So she she's screwed on all. Mm-hmm. She was definitely not thinking long term. She just mm-hmm. needed that. She just wanted that money now. She was getting a bit greedy there. For long term thinking, Fiona, look up the word astronomical risk. It's where. You have high reward, low risk. Because everyone <laughs> says high risk, high reward. Don't go for that shit. Thank low you. risk, mm-hmm. high reward. Got it. Because you're investing in other things. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of uh, other things, let's talk about Ian. Yay! <laughs> yes! All right. I, you know, I'd like to know your thoughts before I... But clearly mine are positive. <laughs> well, when... when, when um, the sort of lay of the land is being laid out. We got the West and we got Disney. Ian ended up in Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happiest he's place get, on he's earth. He's getting good blowies for he, show. He's, huh? at the, he's at the Disneyland like resort that only really rich people go to, right? That stay like a week in a fancy yeah. hotel. His orange suit just yeah. turned into a comfy robe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's about to chill out for the next two you know, like, Disney has like the secret castle that only like super like mm-hmm. elite can go. That's that's prison for him. <laughs> Mickey makes yeah. a return. Yes! And we Yay! said it last week, by the way. I know. I will say this. <laughs> so it felt, I know it's like fan service. It felt, and it's like the happy ending for Ian. It felt a little. No! Don't I'll take it, it, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah, by <laughs> the way, it is fan service. This has been going on for nine seasons. Give me something I yeah. want. Like, come on. If yes. this is going to keep going, give me what I want. I get where you're coming from, Phil, but the way I took it is, okay, in the ideal, it's too good to be true, but it's shameless. Right. Because it is too good to be true and, like, this would never happen, it would happen, of course, and shameless. And, of course, it would be Mickey. This whole time, yeah. Mickey was just figuring out a way to get back to Ian. You're like, yes, of course he was. I love and of course it. It's and that now it's jail. like you're protected in jail. Or at least you feel that way. You're like, he'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're All right. Bones so. Oh my much. god. And the Which... fact that immediately they were like, K 
kissing too and making yes. out. I was just, oh, and, and it his, was a sweet kiss. It yeah, wasn't it even was like a you know those are nice like the fun sexual right. ones, but it was very passionate <laughs> and like you know. For sure. Well, his comment, his joke, though, about him being a top and he's getting the bottom, uh, that was funny. Milkovich's <laughs> are never yeah, bottoms. Now, yeah. And I love that maybe now, I know he's, you know, off the show, but, but now there might be some cameos and we're going to see both of them, like, in some fun things maybe. in years to come. So let's yeah, talk about that, right? Uh, I, I wanted to save that and I wanted to call a spoiler there, but hopefully, oh, you know. So sorry. this, for the, if, if you follow <laughs> the news, well, I, I want to get it from your perspective, right? This is, this is Ian's last episode. Supposedly, yeah. right? It's not to say he can't ever return, but right now there's no plan. He's not going to be a recurring mm-hmm. character yeah. anymore. Knowing that, like, does it ruin or change the experience one way or the other? Because I view this episode, if it if it was just kind of a standalone episode, and I didn't know that going into it, I don't know if I would have felt a special apart from the Mickey part about Ian's storyline. But knowing that in the back of my mind that this is Cameron Monaghan's last portrayal of Ian. You get a little bit more teary-eyed. Yeah, and I think that's the whole purpose. There's no coincidence that, you know, a big statement was put out before the episode aired. I think think it's exactly that. They wrote this knowing that that would come out and that everyone would want this ending, and then it would be a feel-good type of type of episode because I agree if this was just a standalone episode I'd be really really excited but then I'd be like okay what's going to happen next whereas now I'm just like okay mm-hmm. like I'm I'm okay with that ending I'm good with how it ended right I don't know if I would have been I would have cried as much because those goodbyes were so sweet and so intense especially the one with um, Lip because you know their whole yeah. history and everything mm-hmm. and that that really caught oh, me yeah. and I and I wonder if had it not been the last episode, it wouldn't have been as strong. And then right. on top of it, I don't know if the performances would be that strong. Well, because, because you know that they're feeling those are real, real goodbye yeah. emotions. He's not going to be around for taping, and it's not like that whole family exactly. anymore. So you know that those are all like those actors were really going through the emotions, yeah. and we could, I was with them. I felt like I was Aww. on set, and I would th- I could feel both the Gallagher family members saying goodbye to each other, and the and the cast and crew saying goodbye. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very special. Yeah, and then not having Fiona be there at the last dinner or have any part of it or saying goodbye to that added another layer. Totally. Tough that. that was I, tough. That mm-hmm. was tough. It was tough, but I kind of liked it because I'm sorry. What have we been saying all season is that we don't want Fiona around. We don't want Fiona around. We don't need her. So I'm sorry. You get what you get. Yeah. Well, and because it is his last episode, it's not like she gets to go and say goodbye now. So that's going to be a whole thing she has to deal with emotionally now, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, Carl has a very interesting line because he says you can only count on family because the fact Ian was expecting his Jesus followers yep. to be there, and it was sad that all those little pricks didn't actually show up. Yeah. yeah, and I say pricks lovingly, not because of their their sexual preferences, but because they didn't show up for Ian. Yeah, bastards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it is, you know, in, in that respect, it is sad. Um, but you can even tell, like when when it, he says, like, "Oh, where's Fiona? She's supposed to drive me." Like, I, I think he is sad about that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure, because I think it's hitting him. Again, I go back to it. I think he's he's definitely sad that he doesn't get to say goodbye to her. And then I'm sure in the back of your mind, and you, all the times you all season, you've told her to fuck off. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. that might come back. And it is <clears throat> such a, I, I'm sure, a crazy feeling just because she was the only one the entire season that was still trying to get him on the right track. Mm-hmm. Like, the other siblings were like, I think maybe it's time to let him be yeah. an adult and let him go. And she was the only one that was fighting all season. Then for her to not be there to say goodbye is like, ugh. Yeah. yeah, it's like a kid or a teenager who's like, "Oh my god, mom, leave me alone! Oh, I can't wait till I move out." And then come college, it's like, "Oh, where are yes. <laughs> yes, so true. Well, again, Mickey, Mickey sort of eases that pain. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> so, 
I did love. I always love the shameless humor in there, Kev, not knowing what to say. <laughs> Don't get too raped too raped in there. Yeah. Uncle Kev. How about Uncle Kev drives you? <laughs> that, that doesn't sound rapey at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um yeah, I, I, I loved uh I love the fact that he was getting getting sort of advice and uh his trepidation going into it. Like he didn't want to do anything extreme. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to have a relaxed mm-hmm. day going into prison some good old and, white castle mm-hmm. hey listen that's the couple thing couple sliders yeah yeah jen wagner never had white castle <laughs> I, why i have my theories on why that is do you, do you have your theories on why he wanted on a white day? castle on why he wanted a, a chill day go right ahead um i think because obviously he's bipolar and i think that maybe that creates too many up and downs and i think Having, you know, one last big hurrah, you go to Disney or whatever, and then you end up in the Disney version of prison. You know, I think it was too much. I feel like he made a choice that he was like, no, I just want to chill and be calm and then let things sink in versus just like jumping on a trampoline like crazy and and then being sad. You know, too much of up and down. Yeah, I get it. I I agree, certainly. Um, And like I said, it is very telling that I I, I hope the best for you. Like, I'm still very curious about his storyline, uh, I, I think it's sad because I think even while in prison, there's more that they could have told. Um, I mean, I think this was probably his decision. He wanted to move on and pursue other, yeah, you know, yeah. roles. And he's still working a lot on the Joker and all of his other stuff. So and he's a great actor. So he, you know, he deserves Sorry. to be able to move on and just like Emmy. I get it. Do other stuff. Here's, you know, the tough part in talking about these shows, because I've seen enough characters leave shows, it doesn't hit you until, like, a couple episodes after, when you're like, where's Ian? Oh, yeah, he's not coming back. So, like, right now, it's, I don't feel that, 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 that disconnection yet, because it's like, oh, I just saw him. Like, of course he's there. Right. Um, that's, that's yeah. what makes it tough for me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All right, um... I don't know. Uh, we have some pictures. Can of, we do our tribute? We yeah. can do our tribute. Uh, so, uh, slightly known fact, but but a known fact uh, to some degree, Cameron Monaghan is the very first celebrity guest AfterBuzz has ever had. That's so cool. Yeah. But tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, so, Phil. Like, once every ten years it rains in L.A. <laughs> it happened to be yesterday. Well, it also happened to be the time Cameron was coming. <laughs> and I thought for sure, like, it was just when Afterbus started, and I was like, he's not going to show up. But lo and behold, they show up at the studio. I'm like, oh, crap, they showed up. Uh, now, the, like, behind the studio in, like, the parking space and whatnot, this is like a foot and a half of, of water. L.A. does not do well with water. <laughs> it probably only rained six inches, but L.A. still, like, managed to. It held to all yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so there, I, you know, he comes in and, and uh, you know, we're trying to figure out. I'm like, all right, I'll just carry you out of the car so you don't get wet and, you don't, you know, your shoes don't get splashed so. and so forth. And I, <sighs> we, looked like, uh, we looked like the Gallagher's doing the show. I think this was pre-us uh, having video at the time. So luckily, it didn't actually make it on camera. How although, old was he then? I, this was like season two or it's wow. one or two, probably two though. It's probably like fourteen, if fifteen then. I'm guessing yeah, he a teenager. Yeah. He, was he was a teenager. A teenager. Yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So good story. Um, and I'll never forget, like one of the check the check that 
the interview, but I'll never forget. He was such a smart kid. You know, one of the things he said, like, you know, you know, yeah, I'm playing a gay character, but my character happens to be gay. Like, that's not what defines him. He is a Gallagher, first and foremost. He's X, Y, and Z. And I walked away. I was like, he's a smart kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we have some pictures, and I want you guys uh, you guys go down memory lane, just as I did. Uh, we are watching Ian with his last ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He's uh, had a few. Yeah. He's had a few, but this is his most recent ex. Uh, who actually is, is the reason why he's in prison? I could say it's Trevor, it's a, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Trevor. It's a stretch, but Trevor's the one who introduced him to the youth group. So <laughs> I blame Trevor. So, blame <laughs> so, uh, Trevor. Yeah, I but Trevor, Trevor, Trevor said you're going too far with this. Yeah. Like you got to have, you can't. He cross was the definitely boundary. more grounded. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey and Mickey and Ian. Lots this is of old school, mm-hmm. Mickey and Ian. He looks really young. Yep. Back in the baseball fucking days. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are good days. Yeah. So we have a picture of uh, Fiona mm-hmm. and and Ian. Yeah. Oh boy, the good old days. Mm-hmm. Good old days. I kind of hated that they ended the episode with him with black hair. Yeah, I was like, I know, oh, get rid of that damn hair. I thought goes... they would have gotten rid of it before he went to prison. Well, here's Ginger Jesus. Ginger Jesus. <laughs> yep. That was the beginning of the, beginning the revolution. Let's go, Gallagher. Oh, I don't remember Next this. Thing. I pulled this back. This was. Way back, I can't, I can't remember the yeah, exact this is episode like either. About early, like, early, yeah. Look at how young they like, look. It's Monica, yeah. Frank, Liam. It had to have been Lip, don't you think? Probably playing sports. No, probably it would have been Deb. It would uh, Deb or Carl. You're right, but Carl, but Carl would have been really young. He wouldn't have been in um, look middle school or high school, right? Look how young Liam is. Huh. <laughs> Liam's a baby. Maybe it was Carl. Well, let us know. Oh, you yeah. know what? No, because um, that's uh, what's her face. Remember um, the chubby kid. They were, were they che- oh, cheering the chubby kid? Oh yes, you're Sammy? right. Sammy. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, I think. Oh my god, so. I forgot about Sammy. So here's uh, at, at the movement. It's gay movement. Jesus all the way. Show That's us the, uh, the love. Car face. Oh, I liked him when he was in this job. Those, those are As some an EMT. Really liked that job. Yeah. As an EMT, he was. Yeah, he, those were some good times. He for was him. in a grounded place. He was still figuring out the whole bipolar and working and all that, but he still was in a much better place. And than he was prison. good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Post prison, he you. should go be an EMT. This is mm-hmm. the, fi- yeah. the famous, infamous goodbye yep. at the border with uh, um, Mickey, Mickey wearing this lovely dress of his. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we we thought that'd be their last, and it wasn't. So there you go. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, this is another douchey ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. who thought that sleeping with women was not cheating. I hope he's well. <laughs> he's still cheating somewhere. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, my God. I love these days. When he worked at the <laughs> yeah. club. He worked at the club and wore those tight, tight, tight mm-hmm. little shorts. <laughs> and a little eyeliner. The eyeliner mm-hmm. was cute, too. Mm-hmm. Looking good. And slept with older men. And yep. then a family Oh, my gosh. Hug. Look at Lip. Yeah. Lip looks so little Doesn't in he? that picture. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, this is definitely this season one, maybe season two. Yeah. This is the beginning. Oh, Giving Fiona a hug. Family. <laughs> That's Ski mask. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's, uh, he, they've done a lot of uh, illegal things, let's say. Ooh, oh, when he stole a baby. baby. Yeah. Bipolar God. at its height. He's wow, so he's young. really gone through a journey, so, huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, let us know your Let us know your favorite moment from, from Ian Gallagher. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot to pick from. You know, what does he mean to you? What does it mean now that he's off the show? Very curious to know that. Mm-hmm. Um 
But we uh, we have some news, yes? Yeah, I got a little news and gossip for you. JJ over there at the news desk. <laughs> All right, guys. So speaking of Cameron, he did. He, there's an article about him in, in The Hollywood Reporter where he talks and just talking about how he knew that he was leaving, but he yeah. wanted to give, leave it for a surprise for the fans, which I really loved. For me, it was fine that they released it right before this episode because I didn't want to go into the season knowing that, you know, because then kind of like yeah. you know. When is it going to end? Yeah, yeah, you kind of think, yeah. So it was, more, it was definitely a, a fun ride, and I liked that he wanted to let the fans go on that ride. I agree with that. too because I think awesome. we would have been very critical knowing that it was the last seasons for both. Uh, yeah, for both those characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and he just put on his Instagram today like goodbye with a little black heart, and it was just like, oh, just so sweet. I really I can't, can't imagine how hard that is for him. Yeah. It, you know, thinking about how hard it is for some of us that love these characters that leave. Oh God, that being literally your second half or your other half for nine seasons yeah. is like that's got to be tough. Yeah, well, I think. The good news is I think he feels relief finally because it's one thing to have all those emotions and not be able to share them with anybody apart from, you know, those guys. And even like the whole Mickey storyline, I don't even know how many people really knew that because as tight as they are, um, I don't know, sometimes networks try to really – Make that a secret thing. They'll like film with a very minimal crew. Right. Yeah. And yeah so exactly. I wonder They're if that was a surprise yeah. to to those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Probably because so. I'm sure that yeah, that's a leak they did not want to to have out there. Yeah. So I'm glad but. we got just enough, but still we're surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Me too. Yep. All right. All right. We had a couple, two other articles quickly. Um, we had said that we wanted to see more of Katie Segal, and she did an article in the Chicago Tribune um, talking about, you know, loving this role as Ingrid Jones and how we get her in the middle of a psychotic break at the time. And the, but she did leave a little, she said she couldn't say much, give much information, but she just had a little tease that there's going to be some wild times coming up. And she Woo-hoo! says that they're going to go to a bizarre place that you won't see coming. And then she said, unless, you know, you know Shameless and you know it goes to bizarre, and then maybe you will see it coming. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see it. Right, coming. right. Like, yeah, so we. I, I think this is going to be really, really fun. So, looking forward to that. And then another random article in the Chicago Tribune talked about what these guys like to do when they're in Chicago and some of the things you might find them doing. So, um, they have been. They've thrown out the first first pitch mm-hmm. at Wrigley. Um, the the Shinola and Steve like to dine at. Prime and Provisions, a place these maybe for Chicago people if you're out there. Um, Emmy likes to go to the uh, aquarium, and she announced that she wanted to name the female anaconda at that aquarium after Fiona's after the character because she said she's beautiful and fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ian and well uh, Courtney Cox and. Um, Jeremy? Yeah, sorry. Um, they have been eating at the RPM Italian place, which I do believe is Juliana Rancic's restaurant. Yeah. yeah so I guess that's a place you can check out if you maybe you want to see some of these celebrities, see some of your favorite shameless people in oh. Chicago. Thank you, JJ. There you go. Absolutely. Well, we're a little bit pressed for time uh, just because we devoted a lot more time to to Cameron Monaghan as Ian, obviously rightfully so. Um, but we've got we, – we, we're coming up on the mid-season point end. Um, in the meantime, if you want to share your opinions, where can people interact with you? you on Instagram, jj.jurgens, Twitter, jjjurgens. You can find me on Instagram at bonjourjuliet. I'm pretty much everywhere at Haley Clover. And I'm at Phil Svitek and – for more updates here at the network, follow at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, and that's about it. We'll see you next week for another Shameless After Show here on AfterBuzz. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. 
Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.